Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Bucknutters, and it's clear it's the morning. It is Tuesday, September 20, 2022. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning Five and Change. If it's Tuesday, that can mean only one thing. The director of recruiting for 24 7 Sports, Steve Wiltfong, joins us in his U.S. Army All-American gear that you can only get from being in attendance at one of those games. I've never even seen that swag. Steve, how are you this fine morning? Well, Daniel, I thought we started at 8.45, so I could have gotten ready in nine minutes for that. But this is what you get, brother, when you send me a a hostile text message about 8.30. He got the let's go. Uh, We've been going with two guests in prior weeks, so I've been giving Steve 15 minutes of furlough time. No dice today. So you get us both without use of the 24-7 Sports Global Makeup crew, Um, but we will fight through it. Yesterday, Dave Biddle did a Q&A with our front row subscribers on the football team. So today we decided we'd do the same on recruiting with the one and only Steve Wiltfong. And once again, our front row subscribers have come through big time. We'll get started right off the top. We are not going to focus on 2024 as much as finishing 23 and then taking some more fastballs more in Steve's wheelhouse. But we'll start with this. What impact do you see Justin Fry making in Ohio State's offensive line recruiting early on. What are your impressions of Justin Fry out the gate? 
Well, I've known Coach Fry for a long time, so I'm just impressed with him as a as a person, a coach, and and a recruiter. I think he's got a strong track record. He's worn a lot of hats in his career, and I think that he was obviously a, a strong addition to what was already a terrific Ohio State offensive staff. When you look at Ohio State's offensive staff from top to bottom, and you include Ryan Day, Kevin Wilson, Tony Oppert, Brian Hartline, Justin Fry, and Corey Dennis, uh, I don't know if you top to bottom can find a better offensive staff in, in college football. And then, I mean, I think if you look at Ohio State's recruiting class, they went out and landed the guys that they wanted at the position. You know, Luke Montgomery was a, a major in-state target that they beat Notre Dame and, and uh, Michigan, Penn State, and Clemson for. And we've seen Clemson come into Ohio and, and, and win a recruiting battle at the point of attack over Ohio State in the past. Joshua Padilla. You beat Notre Dame for him. Austin Sierrafeld, you beat Notre Dame for him. Uh, uh, so there's a little bit of a theme here uh, uh, with this recruiting class for, for Ohio State. But I, I think that, um, you know, Coach Fry has them well positioned with some top guys at, uh, at the position in 2024, including Ian Moore, who's in my neck of the woods. And, and uh, so um, Justin Fry, a strong addition to Ohio State. We talked about that, I think, on the show when he got hired. You know, I think – He's a Midwest guy at heart, uh, knows what Ohio State's about, knows how to recruit to the school, uh, uh, particularly with in-state guys. And uh, so far, so good, right? Certainly doesn't hurt when you're taking over an offensive line with arguably the best tackles in the country in terms of selling yourself. Not a bad way to get it started. Uh, This is literally a question that has been asked since – he arrived at Ohio State, which in, in some ways makes it silly, but I'll let Stony Rock go here because he was so nice in his questions. Is Larry Johnson's age having any effect on defensive tackle recruiting? I don't think so. I mean, Me I, you know, I look at Michael Hall. I mean, he, Larry Johnson recruited him, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, Ohio recruiting, uh, Ohio State recruiting is very vibrant right now. Number four yeah. class in the country, landing a lot of the top targets. You know, you win some, you lose some, but I don't think anyone's feeling sorry for the way Ohio State's recruiting right now. The Larry Johnson age thing is tired. I, I can just speak for myself. If my kid was getting recruited and the guy came in with the Larry Johnson is old, I would be uh, not impressed with that approach to recruiting. That's lazy. Look, Larry Johnson, when prospects visit, he's incredibly prepared. Um, He has done uh, deep film study on on the players that come on campus, and he always sits with them and critiques. uh, You know, he he gives love, gives critiques uh, of their film so they can take it back home and apply it to their own high school football season. And that's something that's resonated with several recruits that have come to campus. They get to get coached up by Coach Larry Johnson, not just recruited by Coach Larry Johnson. And I've had a chance to meet him a couple times. You know, there's certainly a presence. No doubt. And uh, you know that you're around uh, an accomplished individual when you're in the presence of Larry Johnson. Um, Obviously, at some point, the Larry Johnson era is going to come to an end at Ohio State. But I would imagine that the line of defensive line coaches that would want to uh, uh, try and fill those shoes would also be distinguished. So, uh, again, um, haven't heard anything about Larry Johnson losing his fastball on the recruiting trail. 
I think that Ohio State's at or near the top of the list for most of their defensive line recruits. Um, and, and and then again, yes, uh, you know, coach is very experienced. So with that, you know, eventually there will be a new defensive line coach in town, and I would imagine it'll be a good one. Larry Johnson spent most of his career at Penn State. By the time he was leaving there, guess what uh, opposing recruiters were saying? He's too old. That was about uh, over 10 years ago. Next question. JoJo Trader, Florida, wide receiver or cornerback prospect. Do you know which he's more likely to play in college, or do I have to get Andrew Ivins back on the show? Uh, uh, yeah, I was under the impression that he would play receiver. Me too. Yeah. Um, you know, but obviously he's a, he's an electric player, you know, that, that has a skill set that, um, you know, could, could certainly apply on the other side of the ball. Yeah. Uh, All those guys are like that though. I'll tell you what, I think this is his third high school and he's a junior. I'm always a little bit leery of dudes like that. Yeah. He's been in Ohio state a couple of times. So he's certainly high on the Buckeyes. Um, uh, Texas A&M, Miami, some of the other programs that have impressed him early on in his process. Obviously, Ohio State's in great position with his teammate, Jeremiah Smith. Yep. The 24-7 sports crystal ball is on the Buckeyes for him. He's an imposing specimen out there that, you know, probably wouldn't need to play high school football next year. So uh-huh. it'll be kind of unfair uh, yep. for him out there. Um, but, uh, you know, traders, uh, a, a tremendous talent as well. And Ohio state's in the thick of it for him. And obviously he brings a, a skill set to do a lot of things just with, with how talented he is. My prediction is if trader returns to his high school for his senior year, he will also come to Ohio state. No reason to say that. I just think it's going to happen. All Trey right. Smith? What's that? You're talking about trader or Smith. Oh, I'm confident on Jeremiah Smith. What I'm saying, if JoJo Trader stays at the same high school for consecutive seasons and it's the same Jeremiah Smith and he comes to Ohio State, I think JoJo will be with him. This is probably the question everybody wants to know the answer to, and it got asked several times. Keon Keeley in or out? Quick uh, review. Keon Keeley from Tampa. Uh, has some international flair to him. Anyone who read Steve's wonderful story on him, the guy's been to Europe more times than most uh, affluent families. It's impressive, his his background. He was originally committed to Notre Dame. He decommitted. Um, he visited for the Notre Dame game here at Ohio State. He visited for the game this past weekend, and he will be visiting Alabama coming up. So, where do we stand with Keon Keeley? His mom told me yesterday that after the Alabama visit, they'll take a couple of weeks to figure everything out. So I would imagine that it's setting up for that Alabama visit to maybe be the last one of his process before he goes into decision mode. Now they didn't say that. That was just kind of my, my takeaway. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, in or out tough question. Um, Cause I could see him at Ohio state. Obviously he's a, uh, really gets along with the guys, fits in, loves the coaching staff, loves Coach Johnson and, and the culture and everything. Um, you know, but my prediction's still on Alabama right now. No one's told me that I need to change it. Um, um, not saying it won't be. Is that changed. because they got the last coming? 
No, well, no. I mean, I think Alabama's done a great job in this recruitment too, and and a lot of things have resonated uh, with Keon and his family regarding the Crimson Tide as well. So, you know, he's going to take his official visit there in a couple weeks, and then we'll see we'll see what happens. You know, uh, um, and uh, uh, so in and out's a little bit of a challenging question. Uh, I guess I would have to say that I'm still on out with the right to ch- reserve to change my mind to flip it to in later. Uh, sure. um, but yeah, I don't, I guess I don't have them in right now. I have Mateo in, if you're asking me in or out, I'm That's coming up. Don't jump the gun. Yeah. I didn't read any of these questions, so I did not cheat on the test. Right. That's true. My thing with, uh, Keely, I hear you. It's like the battle of two, you know, it's the last visit theory at Alabama, which makes sense. And it's also Alabama and it's on defense. Um, Ohio State has not lost a lot of offensive battles, skill player-wise at least, to many teams. Alabama defensively, we all know what they've done. The idea that the guy is from Florida and has already committed to a cold-weather school, though, gives me a little bit more of a 5% vibe on him than I probably would have otherwise because clearly that's not going to be a deal-breaker. And the idea of going to a fine academic institution in the Midwest is not something that doesn't appeal to him if I can mess up my negatives there. So I'm hopeful. Let's move to this. The NIL question is probably better for another day. Oh, this is going to be a good one. Steve, what is your favorite college football team? Well, um, you know, there's so many teams that I like because you just are fortunate to know so many people that play or are impacting the game as a coach or, or whatever that uh, I get to watch it from a different lens. Um, you know, when I, when I turn on a game on Saturday, most Saturdays, I'm just hoping that someone that I have a relationship with doesn't screw up. <laughs> That's you know, funny. That's, you, I feel you. You just don't like to see good people be the goat in any way. Sure. Like, like social media is rough and, I, I love that there are diehard fans out there and stuff. But like, like take, for instance, yesterday I reported that a kid was taking an official visit to Nebraska. He's from he's from Louisiana. He's taking a visit to Nebraska this weekend. Obviously, they don't know who their head coach is going to be next year. And then you get people tweeting back at you. Who wants to take a visit to that dumpster fire? It's like, what kind of life? Like, who are you? I, I mean, like... I mean, like, I understand that, like, Nebraska is not playing football at the highest level right now. But, damn, I mean, that's a hell of a life to go to Nebraska and play football. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, I mean, it's just funny to me, like, the the just how uh, just sh- sh- shitty people can be with other people. Hey, it's, is, 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 it's a cacophony of idiots for the most part. Wild, Bad know? comedy. Why would anyone want to go to Nebraska? I mean, well, sorry that they have such a great fan base and, and a good school and, and uh, great facilities. And, and they're going to hire a new coach. So there is going to be excitement around the program for a little bit. That's a guarantee. No matter who they hire, they could hire Maria Rubin. And the fan base will rally around Maria Rubin for a little bit before they lose games again. You always get a jolt of excitement at a place like that whenever you get a new staff. But, uh, I mean, I grew up a Notre Dame fan. I'm from South Bend. So, um, you know, I was born in 82, so they won the title when I was six. You know, they had some really good players back then. So Tony Rice. I mean, yeah, Tony Rice. But like even like the Rocket Ishmael was 
you know, I still kind of remember where I was yeah. when when uh, Rocket Ishmael returned that kick against Colorado in the bowl game, and you think Notre Dame just knocked them off, and then there's a little laundry on the field, and I can still kind of remember all the adults yeah. going nuts because, you know, you go from – victory to defeat again and he was just such an electric player and most you know these these kids that i talk to now don't know who the rocket is you know and he got that and part of it is i think because he took that big deal with the canadian football league right like i don't i don't even remember all those details but i know well, i like, do toronto argonauts well i knew that but i don't really, i mean he it was a very like he did that because it was fiscally uh uh um they made him a deal he couldn't say no to, right? Sure. Like, so, you know, Jerome Bettis, you know, Notre Dame had some good teams. That 93 team uh, we should have won the title, in my opinion. They gave it to Florida State because Notre Dame lost a, a ranked Boston College team the next week. But they, the, I, I watched that Notre Dame-Florida State game not too long ago, a couple years ago, and they, they dismantled Florida State that day. It really wasn't close. All 11 players on Notre Dame's defense played in the NFL, but – you know, sir, I, I'm someone that's always liked all the Midwest teams, too, because it was regional cable. So sure. I, I liked Ohio State. And, man, I, see, I, those Ohio State teams would bludgeon Notre Dame, like the Eddie George teams. I don't think those two games when I was a kid, they played twice when I was a kid, and I don't think either of them were close. Mm-hmm. Like maybe the scoreboard was a little close, but I don't remember ever thinking, like, man, Notre Dame's got a chance to rally here. They were, I mean, like the, those Eddie George Ohio State teams were – were pretty awesome loaded um and uh so i like the buckeyes it's even michigan i i i I, you know enjoyed watching them play they had a quarterback uh from my neck of the woods dreisbach who's from the area i grew up so you kind of rooted for dreisbach um you know um, who's his first name scott scott so i've always just been a big sport i've never been like like y'all on bucknuts are elite fans of ohio state I was never like an elite fan of one team. I mean, again, I, I grew up in South Bend, so I like Notre Dame, and Notre Dame had some really good teams. But I probably I would not have subscribed to Irish Two Four Seven. I don't think, but I just liked watching games and highlights, and and uh, so I'm I'm lucky to do what I do now because I still you know I love sports and watching games and watching highlights and seeing people do well. You know, that's kind of my kind of my deal but even IU Antoine Randall loved watching him you know he was exciting you know the Drew Brees Purdue team that went to the Rose Bowl I kind of you know enjoyed enjoyed following that team you know and so um and I was in high school then you know so even yeah so yeah I'm pretty sure I saw Antoine Randall on hard knocks I think he's coaching for the Lions he is he is that yeah. Lions staff is like a bunch of former players there yeah, that was cool Deuce Staley and Aaron Glenn. Yeah, it was a good hard knocks. It's funny. I watched it with my kids, and they didn't even know those guys were former players. Just another example of the gray beard. Um, all right. But Terry Glenn, Joey Galloway, all them dudes, they were, you know, I thought they were awesome. You know why? Dude, like, I wonder if kids like were. these Ohio State receiver recruits, like Ohio State's got such great receiver tradition, but I wonder if, like, Terry Glenn walked in the room if they would know who he was, you know. He was a they, they pride themselves on tradition at Ohio State. I can tell you this: uh, the recruits know because the first thing you see when you walk into the shoe, into the whack, is a, uh, a way of greatness of all the guys who are in, all the guys who have been in the NFL, and it's quite a long walk, as you as one might imagine. All right, 
let's now get to the second half of that question, which we almost jumped the gun on. Updates on, we did Keon Keeley. We have the big three of Damon Wilson, who I believe is kind of surging in fan interest after the story about him being such a hard worker and laying drywall and stuff. And then Matteo Uyungale. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast well i like ohio state for mateo we kind of talked about that earlier in the show i think they're currently the one to beat you know can they get it to the finish line you know time will tell there but i think ohio state's uh, the one everybody else is chasing for mateo and then Damon Wilson, there, there have been times where I thought Ohio State is the one to beat. They're certainly in the thick of it for him. Um, his dad played football at East Carolina. Um, you know, they, they have a gym where, you know, college athletes, pro athletes, and high school athletes train. You know, Damon's uh, just a freak among freaks. He's ex- extremely explosive, powerful, strong. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he visits Georgia for the Auburn game. Um, there was a chance Ohio State was going to be the last visit, but I think he's going to get back to Georgia. Obviously, Alabama's still in there too. Uh, um, then Miami's trying like hell, but you know Alabama, Georgia, and, and Ohio State. I think have all impressed in different ways. So we'll see uh, how that one falls. And, and Georgia is 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 going as hard for Damon Wilson as anybody on their board. Yeah, if you have a final three of Ohio State, Georgia, and Alabama. Chances are you're uh, three years from getting a big old check. Bucks grad wants to know, Steve, this has changed, I think. 
over the years as you've risen up, risen up the food chain. I don't know if I pronounced that correctly. How many hikes do you have time to attend and how far away from the indie area do you want to do so? So um, the beauty of high school football now with all these different uh, streaming platforms, flow football, NFHS, things like that, I can watch a lot of games. Um, I, I, uh, um, um, so I, I, and then with my cable package, I pay an arm. I literally pay an arm for my cable package. Um, and so with that, I get like Bally sports LA, um, which like, I don't get the dot, whatever pro teams are on that channel. I don't you get pay extra for that. I, I don't even know if you can pay extra for that. You got to get the ticket. But but I can get the high school football game of the week. So I can yep. get Matter Day versus Bosco. So uh, I tend to just go to games around Indy on Friday night um, just because I have to, you know, I'm covering visit weekends and stuff on the weekends. So um, I think that, you know, um, that's where I like to do my work is, is covering the visitors. Um so uh, I just float around Indy and then just pay attention to the high school, the high school landscape. Um, and then t- travel would be during the week, you know, going around, seeing, seeing high schools or, or whatnot. The beauty of 24-7 sports is we've got boots on the ground in all of these high school areas. So there's really no need to send Steve to some far off locale when you've got a guy doing it locally. And then that, but all that information. Go ahead. Right. I get Texas games on my cable package. Like again, those those things don't get blacked out. So I have I have Direct TV and um, there's usually just three, almost three marquee high school games just on your almost your basic cable packages now. Yeah, yeah. You get the ESPN game, so I record that, and then again, you know, with Flow Football and 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 all of those options, and then sometimes the schools just stream it themselves. There's yeah. You, you can pretty much almost watch a lot of the games you want to see at this point. And then, of course, Huddle is uh, still the greatest invention in high school football recruiting history. Yeah, one of the few positive developments from the uh, pandemic was it forced all these high schools to get going with streaming because there was a long stretch of time where parents couldn't go to games and fans couldn't go to games and they had to provide the option. So now... That's really given. You could probably start a national streaming network now of high school games, given the way the huddles implemented. I don't think huddle will be too psyched with that, but it's coming. Uh, All right. A couple more. Have you heard anything about Caden McDonald, the defensive tackle since he visited over the weekend? No, I actually need to shoot him a message right now. We're going to do that in real time here. Right on. If he answers in real time, I, I turned forward so I, I worked in the morning and afternoon, but I didn't really, I didn't really grind in the evening. Also coached a little league game yesterday too. What'd you do? Well, my kid won his game in extra innings. It went eight and they won, so they're still alive. Play again Friday. Oh, it's a playoff time. Oh yeah. Which kid is this? The elder one? It's my youngest one. Oh, yeah. right on. So we're having a good time. Six year old playoffs. Yeah, yeah, six to eight. Those are intense. Oh, he's playing with the big boys. Yeah, he, yeah, he's actually a pre-kayer, but we weren't going to do T-ball the third time. Uh, but right. he's, uh, he's fitting in well. He's got, he's got his mama's athleticism. Uh, nice. 
you know, I, looks. I, contrib I contribute a little, but but Kelly Wiltfong is the the major athlete in this house. Yes, yeah, Steve uh, married a D one athlete. People, he knows what he was doing. All right, as we uh, effort to get Cave McDonald's on the text, another guy who was here recently and has an unbelievable football player is Sammy Brown. Like I've said. He is a star who runs the 400 and plays linebacker. I just heard that about him and wanted to offer him. Your thoughts on Ohio State's chances to get the blonde-maned star? You always forget that Sammy is an elite wrestler, too. My uh, bad. Good Lord. Yeah. That no, makes me want to invite him to live in my house. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, I think Ohio State's on a short list. The school that I would have – pegged the favorite early on in his process is Clemson. You know, he's, he's, he's been there. He's been going to Clemson football camp for a long time. And they were the very first player that Clemson offered in this class. And they actually did it earlier than their normal timeline for offering kids. Um, so I think that was also special. Um, so Clemson's definitely up there. Tennessee, he was there this past weekend. You know, I think, you know, uh, Georgia, of course, is in it. Ole Miss. Um, Ole Miss has done a good job with him early as well, just to name a few. Um, I don't know if he'll, you know, certainly he's is Oklahoma because, uh, uh, again, Brent Venables, he's had a long right. relationship with him there. They're in, I think they've impressed. Um, I, I think Ohio State's on the short list. I don't, yeah. You know, he's obviously come up a couple times, so he's genuinely interested. Um it's easy for me to say I expect him to stay in the SEC, ACC country, but, you know, we'll see. He's going through his process. One question – I'll ask you this question about the Indiana guys here at the end. Oh. But one question we got several here in some form was you had all these guys in here this past weekend and through injuries and a lot of other reasons, Ohio State had a lot of really young players on the field. Sonny Styles was on the field, for example. What kind of impact do you think that makes on the visitors or the guys watching to see – true freshmen get on the field at a place like Ohio state. You think that has an impact or is it kind of a case by case deal? Well, I think Ohio state's always been a program where the best players are going to play. So, um, you know, I think we all expected the bench to be cleared even before the game, uh, regardless of injury or whatever. I think, um, we predicted on this show. I don't know if I predicted on this show, but I, I knew Ohio state was going to smash Wisconsin. I mean, they, their offense is, is on the uh, tablet. I mean, like not uh, not not one of these new technology tablets either, but an actual tablet. Um, one so, for Moses. Yeah. So uh, I knew I knew that was going to be a bludgeoning. Um, but what what it does is it makes the locker room so, so awesome after the game because everybody played, everybody contributed, everybody's in a good mood. So you bring recruits, the recruits are hanging out in their post game. There's just a lot of great energy in there. First of all, you won. Uh, probably everybody's pretty happy with uh, getting an opportunity to play and, and make an impact. And, and and so I just think it's good, good for the soul around there, you know, and uh, um, you know, the coaches, Ohio State's coaches do a good job of communicating who's playing and when with the kids. I don't know if they even like, they're sitting in the stands Again, you guys are the diehards, so you know who's coming, running in and out on the sidelines. The average viewer does not know that. 
they're just watching each play and watching the yeah. ball. You know, so I, I don't know if recruits notice that or not, to be honest. Yeah, it was interesting. It's just the past weekend because of injuries. You had Jair Brown out there as well. Only had three scholarship corners. Uh, like you said, Wisconsin, that was an absolute mismatch. Um, 28 nothing. They don't have speed in the – they don't have speed at the skill position like Ohio State. And they can't – like, like again, I know Notre Dame's not playing as well as they'd like, but Notre Dame at least, like, can bow up with you at, around the oh, football. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, – uh, make some things difficult speed wise too. They matched up better. I thought. Yeah. And, and Notre Dame does have athletes on the field too. Right. Um, but yeah. like Wisconsin, man, they don't, I don't got no. those people, man. Like this is not, no. that's not a good matchup for them. And I got the sense that there was, there was some real angst with the fans about this one too. It was how many times are you going to go into this particular matchup? I mean, non-competitive. I mean, I remember a game years ago where, where they came in with, you know, Melvin Gordon and an incredible offense and he rushed for a yard. So they need to, if Wisconsin ever wants to really match Ohio state and not just get their butt kicked at Indianapolis every year for the championship game, um, they're going to need to make some changes. I saw some call. I saw some calls for, was it Lance Leopold, the name of the coach at Kansas to replace Chris? Yeah. He would be awesome because he's got all those Wisconsin roots. Um, sense i don't see them getting rid of chris though um, okay i just don't see it um last question and they're bringing into your wheelhouse from noah buckeye looks like ohio state is good for the top three players in indiana your home state steve what are the chances ohio state lands graham moore and johnson Please give us the scuttlebutt on those guys and possibly a scattering report on each if you've seen them live. Thanks in advance. Fong. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. Uh, well, I have them predicted for the top two, Ian Moore and Mylon Graham. Uh, Ian Moore I saw play a couple weeks ago. He's an athletic player at the point of attack with, with basketball, uh, a basketball background. His dad played college football at Indiana State. Um but he, you know, Palestine, good hoops. Yeah, his, I think his dad's his dad. I forget where his dad's from, but he, you know, yeah, New Palestine. New Palestine has one of the best high school football coaches in the Midwest as well. Kyle Ralph. He he's he played at Cincinnati St. Xavier, then played at North Carolina, and he just happened to marry a girl from New Palestine. So this town lucks out and gets this guy, who's an innovative offensive mind. He's also called one year. He called the offense, the defense, and he's the strength coach for the entire school. He's kind of a machine. Um, Apparently. And, and so Ian Moore is, is one of his protégés now. Uh, they got an offensive lineman committed to Louisville right now as a year older. Um, but uh, I like Ohio state for Ian. And then I like him for Milan too. Ohio state. This rarely happens. Like probably this is so hard to do what Milan did, but he came to Ohio state's camp. No one knew who he was. I mean, he had no offers. He's just a guy going out there to work out. It's so hard to do what he did. He goes out there, works out, dominates. Brian Hartline offers him a scholarship on his camp performance. Now, contingent of, dude, you came out here, you balled. No one could check. No one could check you. You're terrific on air. You're terrific route runner. You you got all the physical traits we're looking for. 
I have to offer you because you're good, but like, dude, I haven't even watched your film yet. So if your film stinks, like you still keep you like this offer is not committable, but, right. but, but, and this is, you know, coming from the grand, like, but you are in this offer here. Like, I didn't know who you were an hour ago, you know, so I still got to double check your film. Um, but, you know, I think, I think that uh, his film is checked out as well. Um, and, and obviously I like where Ohio state stands for him as well and uh you know they haven't offered johnson yet so we'll we'll see what happens there doesn't get any better than that people steve quickly rutgers comes to ohio state this weekend rutgers is getting last time i looked 40 and a half who do you like with the spread so i actually haven't watched rutgers neither have i that's why i'm asking uh, and i will i channel surf i i got a good setup me too. Rutgers has not come across my TV, so I actually, either. I don't know. Other than like, I don't think I'm. I think Ohio State will roll based on what I know about their roster. Sure. Um, I and oh, I got you know my my foundation on Rutgers is Greg Schiano at Big Ten Media Day, and then the three guys that they brought down there talking. I know they have the best punter in college football, maybe, uh, and he's from over the pond. And he had a hell of a journey to get to their bowl game that they didn't know they were playing in because they subbed in for AM, I think. Yeah. AM had a COVID outbreak or whatever. And so they subbed in for AM and played, I think. Um, but so I think they're excited about their team and their culture and their foundation. And I think Greg Shiano is a good coach. I do too. He certainly has, uh, he understands the inner workings of Ohio State. But I would imagine that. Coach Day and, and and those guys are, you know, just because they ran something a few years ago doesn't mean that it's, you know, I think they've uh, evolved. So, um, you know, the, uh, you can't just bring in someone that was around the program three years ago and they can tell you what three plays are going to run out of a, uh, the way a formation looks. Um, so, I don't know. I like Ohio State. That, I mean, I like Ohio State every week, as you all know. Um, but this is one where, you know, I just think that they're going to, be too big and physical around the point of attack for Rutgers. Um, never mind the fact that Ohio State's got elite athletes in space. My guess is Shiano could have Ohio State's play sheet, know what's coming, and things still wouldn't go that well for Rutgers. It's just Ohio State's just too big and strong. I'm not sure the first time I got offense, even the offensive line has been solid across all spots. They lost the top receiver in the country, and they just keep coming back with it. I was jesting with another guy the other day that during the Alabama game, I was going to tweet them and say, do you guys need us to send you Jaden Ballard Get your offense going? But uh, I don't think we're going to do that. We appreciate Steve stopping by. He'll back with whatever Caden McDonald says about the Buckeyes on this thread. Have a good one, Bucknutters. Take care, y'all. See you on the front row. Greetings, Fantasy Warriors. I'm Heath Cummings, your guide to fantasy dominance on FFT Dynasty. 
Join me this offseason where mock drafts become epic showdowns and every pick shapes your legacy. If, if I was Adam with the team that he's built, Will Levis makes so much more sense. And that's not all. We're peeling back the curtain on the future with our exclusive 2024 NFL Draft Prospect Profiles. Uncover hidden gems that'll elevate your roster to legendary status. Puka Nakua. After Cooper Cup, we really have no idea who's going to get the targets. Keaton Mitchell of East Carolina. Explosive speed is ridiculous. This isn't just a podcast. It's a playbook for champions. Subscribe to FFT Dynasty now, and together, we'll conquer the fantasy football frontier. Your dynasty journey starts here.